top of the morning to you. <laughs> huh? Tip of the hat to you, Kelly. Uh, my fair lady. Yep. Um, hello. Uh, and welcome to FOH. Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this, as you really should know by now, is a service industry podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, quite frankly, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> um hello and welcome friends um kelly how are you i'm well how are you i'm fine i'm a little bit sleepy a little sleepy i'm a little sleepy oh baby um but i'm fine yeah um how was your weekend it was fine it was surprisingly busy yeah mine too um, should we just do service stories? Yeah, you start because I have some work drama that I want to delve yeah. on into. Yeah, I won't go. I won't go too deep on mine. Um, very busy, and it's a shock when it's been so slow. Mm-hmm. It's a shock to the system. Yeah, this is the first weekend. I, well, a it was like nice. It was very nice out. Disconcertingly nice. Oh yeah, completely terrifyingly nice. Yeah, it was the hottest recorded day ever in history of Jan- this that January day, ever. Obviously. Yeah. So, was screwed. Was screwed. <laughs> well fucked. Um, yeah. So We're obviously, all gonna have to get in those wombat tubes that everyone's digging in. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, Australian bushfires. Yeah. The wombats are sharing their tubes. The wombats are a beautiful people. They are. I love them. I love them. Did you see how big they are? Did you yeah, see I saw that on Twitter. They're Shocking. huge. I thought they were, like, little. Well, you think bat. Yeah, you think bat. <laughs> I thought they were, like, like large cat-sized. Yeah, like a bobcat. A bobcat. Even smaller than a bob, I think. <laughs> I was thinking. Maybe raccoon. Like, I was thinking raccoon What size. if you used everything, like, oh, it's about smaller than a bobcat. <laughs> Like, everything you said was if it's larger or smaller than a bobcat. Uh, I would Measuring furniture for my apartment. So we're looking for a sofa about three bobcats long. <laughs> oh, God. Very folksy. <laughs> very folksy. <laughs> Me at the Dobbin Street Co-op. Uh, I just need, like, a nice kind of rug for the room. I'm thinking three by four bobcats. <laughs> They're like... Man, this is North Brooklyn. Like, is that like a North Carolina <laughs> thing? Oh, anyways. Um, okay, so yes, it was very nice. Everyone was just like annoyingly excited about it, which I'm like, guys, it's weather. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. Right. Like, I'm going to go outside more? Probably not, to be honest. Op- I'll open my window. Oh. That's about as much as I'll do for you in nice weather. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so I was very busy, and on so Friday night was busy, and it was fucked up service, which is just like everything fell apart, and mm. it was fucking terrible. Yeah. And then Saturday, it was busier, but was fine. Like, I can handle busy. I just can't handle fucked up busy. Totally. You know? Um, anyways, and then this thing happened where... It, it's so bizarre to me, and I know that there's probably, like, an explanation for this from a scientist to something, but have you ever noticed that, like, certain nights, just, like, everyone will do the same thing? Yeah. I, it's utterly bizarre to me. Like, Saturday night, 
everyone ordered this one beer that nobody orders. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I know that orders are catch like are whatchamacallit. Like if someone right. gets an Aperol spritz, everyone gets an Aperol spritz. But like a beer, it was very weird. And then I'm not kidding you, more than any other time I've ever worked at this restaurant, these two things happened. <sighs> one, and both are incredibly annoying, as you might imagine. The first was super busy, super slammed, overbooked. We're an overbooked flight, okay? Everyone's very busy. Everyone at the bar was like, first thing they asked me, sit down. What's your favorite thing? No, so annoying. I, I watched um, <sighs> Eyes Wide Shut on like Thursday with a, with a friend of mine. And there's a scene where... Um, Tom Cruise is interacting with a with a sex worker, mm-hmm. and he says, and she's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And he says, "What do you recommend?" <laughs> and she's like, "What do I recommend?" And I was like, "Oh, this is very. Um, I know I'm not the first to draw the parallels between sex work and restaurant work, but I was like, this is very much my reaction when people are like." What's your favorite thing? And I'm like, what is my favorite thing? You're like, why am I a part of this? Why am now? I part of the equation? It doesn't make sense. And I, I posted on my my Instagram about it sort of briefly, but I was just like, the whole psychology behind this is like, I know that when you're asking me that question, you're asking, what should I get? As, yes. What what do I want? And that's that's kind of the whole crux of our relationship is like, I'm trying to get you what you want and make you happy. I have to kind of do some guesswork, figure you out a little bit. That's part of my job. I totally recognize that. I'm happy to do it. I love when things, when I make you happy and things work out. But when you, and again, when you don't even meet me 30% of the way, I'm not even asking you to meet me halfway, babe. Why don't you fucking take 25 seconds and look at the menu and say, between this and this, should I get this? And I'll say, you should get that. Or I normally go for something like this. Right. Would I like this? Sure. Let me tell you a little bit about that dish. Happy to do it. But when you say, out of goddamn nowhere, what should I get? You know I have to ask you 25 follow-up questions, and I'm making six martinis right now. Are you kidding me? Stop. Stop it. Also, we're all grown-ups. We go out to eat. Like, there's food. There's not a secret bad menu that I'm steering you towards. And if you ask me, I'm going to give you the code to the good food. It's all delicious. Just fucking pick something. Yeah. God. Anyway, so that was happening. It's just so exhausting. It's just so tiring. It's, like, extra work. And then the other thing, which is, I swear to God, I've never had this happen to me more than it happened in this one night probably happened literally six times full bar people are eating their scraps on plates it's very kelly sullivan landscape out there on the plates and people are like oh what is that what is what are they eating every single dish (laughs) on the bar somebody was asking about it and i was like it's pork i don't know (laughs) those are french fries can you believe it like i just just I I don't know what it is about people they can't make up their own damn minds. It's so why are you instantly helpless when you're at a restaurant? It doesn't make any people are eating out more than they ever have in our like why? Yeah. I think that there is something my mom is a big like, "Ooh, what is that?" I think it's there's something that feels like kind of like that is like a folksy moment and it feels kind of like communal of like what is it? But my mom loves to engage with like um 
other tape like she wouldn't ask the bartender she loves being like what do what you, do you have yeah. <laughs> and which is very sweet and endearing that's cute. I my like mom that. is like very cute and like people like it for sure. the most part it's like they're like well I chose this fun thing yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah you know like it's not weird when my mom does it but my mom is also not like um, an anorexic 30 year old from Greenpoint so it's right. not like weirdly like what is that that they're having and you're like huh <laughs> down girl it's not inherently an annoying thing. It just, for some reason, everyone was just so like curious. I, I don't know why it was, it was just on top. Those two things together. I was like, can everyone get it to fucking gather right now, please? And I, come back I to totally, me on Saturday night. I had like full bar, very busy again, same kind of same deal, like busier weekend than we've had for probably a month. Um, full bar, everyone getting, cocktails i think yes. because of the nice weather everyone's kind of like oh yeah i'd love something shaken you know like <laughs> whatever um a lot and, of margaritas yeah mm-hmm. a lot of margaritas um and these two girls sat down at um like the end of the bar and are like st- like i'm like you know four tickets full bar i'm like i can f- i got their drinks and i handed them food menus i can feel them like boring their yeah. eyes into me but i'm like not looking at them because i'm like busy yeah and also like if you've ever been to a bar you know that's how a bar works like the bartender's going to give you as much service as they can and, right and if they're not looking at you and not acknowledging you it's not because they're being like an asshole it's because like they can't like process what you need from them and they're gonna come over you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and they're like and then this one of the women was like, excuse me, uh-uh. excuse me. No. And I was like, no. hi. And she's like, what do you recommend? We're just looking for a couple of snacks. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I just was like, the first half of the menu is going to be the smaller bites, the appetizers, if that's what you're looking for. And then like turn back to the second, because I was like, I don't have time to go through and be like, these are the oysters and this is the crudo and this is the tartare. It's like, I don't have time. And like, if I had the time, I would be like walking you through the menu, but you can, see, it's also like, I'm not like St- standing behind. Right. Right. You know, like, and you're like, Hey, can we get some service? It's like, you can see me like furiously doing stuff and like, and you're somehow still not perceiving that. Like, <laughs> it's so weird that people think that they still have to like, flag down somebody that that is not that is not the case in most places anymore i don't know if that used to be the way you had to get i don't think that was it's just not how it's done everybody yeah you don't need to it it will happen for you i yeah i literally promise very rarely do you need to flag down sometimes sure sometimes sure or if something you know if you take your first bite of food and you're like, oh, this really needs salt. And you're like, sure. You right. know, fine, whatever. But it's like, just kind of eyes up and just kind of note what's going on. And you don't need to flag someone down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to return to you. I promise. Yeah. You're, you're three down and I'm on my first thing. And then, and like the, the restaurant that I work at, we do have like several kind of like bar snacks specifically. And it's like, if you're desperately hungry when you sit down, just say that to me and just be like, we're really hungry. So can we put in an order yeah. of like the nuts? Yep. Yep. 
and I'll get that started for you, and then we can both kind of like take a breath. That's my fave move. Yeah. Glass of wine, some bar nuts. I'm happy for the next half hour. Yeah. It's just like so crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> I also just and sometimes I'm like, am I being like way too petty? And then I'm just like, I just wish people would just know a couple things. That, yeah. <laughs> that make us makes our life harder. Anyways, anyway. um, what's your my work? Um, so I this is two sirens like yeah emojis. This is, this is kind of like yeah. I kind of have dug myself into a little bit of a but that's beat of a hell. But that's good for our listeners and yeah, loyal listeners won't be surprised to hear I mouthed <laughs> off and kind of fucked myself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, like many of you, work at a restaurant that is poorly run. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, God love my managers. And it's not that I think that they're not working hard. Like, I know that they're working hard. But I think that the nature of, like, the worker, managerial, owner uh, kind of setup is that, like, we misunderstand each other's needs because our our labor is so different. Sure. And so I know that my managers are working very hard, but sometimes that hard work is is in the wrong direction and they're addressing things that don't need to be addressed and they're missing things that do need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And also because of where I work, um, it's kind of like a bigger operation. And so there are, are lots of managers, lots of employees. So you'll voice something to someone. It, it, a lot gets lost. You know, like you'll voice a concern to one person or another and it gets lost or yeah, it's not a priority or whatever. And anyway, one of the big things that's gotten lost is wine education It's it's, a pretty big thing to get lost. It's a huge issue. Um, Consistently, stuff is not stocked. Things will go on or come off the menu without it being communicated to staff. Um, We'll be introduced to bottles by guests literally being like, what is this like? And you have to kind of like quickly look at the region, vintage and grape and make a guess. But it's all natural wine. So it's like you could be completely off the mark. (laughs) Right. and not only is it like very frustrating, not only did lots of us come to this specific restaurant group to learn about wine specifically, but um, you completely lose the trust of the table if your first interaction with them is them saying, can we get this bottle of wine? And you have to like trot away, trot back and say like, it's actually not cold. Can I recommend something mm-hmm. else? You know what I mean? Like it just sucks. Anyway, so... This is just like a, an ongoing frustration. And all the managers know about this, but for some reason it's not been addressed. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, and then, so we had this big like beginning of the year meeting to kind of announce some changes and some of it's, you know, scheduling, some of it's about staff drinks, some of it's about rate of pay. Like it's like addressing a lot of stuff. And naturally I was getting, you know, a little bit upset um about the direction of the meeting again i think they're addressing things that don't necessarily need to be addressed and certainly don't need to be addressed in an all staff meeting um certain things like difference between am and pm menus and certain baristas not knowing the difference between item like i was like why is this brought to the whole kind of floor no not necessary um and so i'm like getting really upset and 
And so I start talking about the lack of education and, and saying that it's affecting us on many level, levels and it's deeply frustrating and the concerns have been voiced many times and they're not being addressed. And the owner of the restaurant is kind of like pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And so I got to a point where, oh, and then he said this thing, <laughs> my friend and colleague um, asked him a question about sort of like the culture of the restaurant. And the owner was like responding to him in like this very like not addressing the question way. And so the GM was like, Chris, did that answer your question? And Chris being a smart person was just like, yes, even though it clearly didn't. And he was like, sorry to the owner. He was like, you're standing in um, a window and so there's glare. And he's like, I can't make eye contact with you, but yeah, it did address my question. He's like, if I'm not, if you're not feeling like I'm addressing you, it's just because of this. And the owner like <laughs> to Chris is like, sorry, I gave Kelly my seat. So now I'm standing in front of the window. <laughs> and I was like, what a fucking martyr we got on our hands here, guys. He stood up and gave me the seat. What? Oh, boy. Let's all. Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. I didn't ask for the seat. I was sitting just, like, slightly offset of, like, everyone was kind of in, a, like, a, an elliptical. And I was, like, slightly off center, like, sitting on a bar stool instead of in a chair. And he was like, you can come down and sit in the chair. And I was like, oh, okay. And did, and now he wants to be like, well, I gave Kelly my Z. It was like, holy shit. Literally, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so all these things are happening. And I turned to him about a certain issue. And I said, that's a cute look for you and your friends. But it really is not great for staff. Which is not (laughs) the nicest thing that one person (laughs) may say to another. Upon reflection. Wasn't my finest mo. Um... And, you know, then walked out of the meeting and went about my life <laughs> and day and, you know, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day I came into work, setting up the bar, getting ready to bartend. And the owner of the restaurant said, Kelly, may I speak with you? <laughs> and I said, oh, certainly I'm going to enjoy this conversation. <laughs> and he said, you were very rude to me yesterday. And I said, Yes, I recognize that that was disrespectful, how I spoke to you, and I do apologize. And then he, like, (laughs) really went into specifics about, like, one tiny qualm that I had raised that was about, like, certain, like, catering events that we work and, like, the rate of pay for that. And, like, pulled up receipts, this catering event that I worked probably two months ago now. And he, like, pulled up, like, rate of pay and, like, all this shit, like, all this information. And I was like, sir... I beg of you, do not let my words affect you in this way. Like, I was like, please. Like, I was just like, I go into a blind rage. My whole family has anger issues. Like, we all are like crazy people. Like, I was like, I wish you knew the Irish curse that afflicts me. Like, I'm in a blackout rage, like, anytime I'm speaking. Like, I mean, the Irish v. Wasp uh, interactions, this is what the crux of most of our problems. You know what I mean? Yes, very much. And... It was just a kind of a rough conversation because he's like trying to address, like I'm losing respect for him. Like, you know, it during the conversation, sure. actively losing respect for him. And he's like trying to get me to like address that. I was like 
rude to him and how much it hurt his feelings. And I like couldn't care less about that, quite frankly. And like, um, <clears throat> anyway, so that's kind of what's going on with me. And, and then also the other thing is, is that my GM bless his heart is like, um, he doesn't really like to tackle things head on. And so he didn't ask me how I felt about, um, speaking one-on-one -on -one with the owner and being like confronted in this way. But then I ordered food for dinner just because I was hungry. And then he like wordlessly comped it. And I went <laughs> to the closing bartender and I was like, oh, I just have to pay for um, my food. And like he appears behind me and he's like, I comped it. Don't worry about it, Kelly. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I know he feels like a certain amount of guilt for like exposing me to the owner, There's but he like won't address it. So many family kind of roles it's that are being, familial. yeah. Um, I will say that, um, oh my God, as we were talking before we started recording it, I have obviously worked for this company previously and... The thing that is, it's not unique to this restaurant group. I think it's a very, one of the many issues in our industry is that they, the restaurant industry really cultivates a, a, a personal bond and like an intimate emotional bond. And then they ex can exploit that and then also say, wait, why are you being so emotional about this? Yeah. You know, about this issue. And you're like, because that's what you wanted from me and you actively cultivated it. Yeah. Why, now I'm being punished for it. And it, it's just very, it's very twisted and, and fucked up. And it's like, I mean, I went not the same stuff as you, but like, I was also very upset with a lot of things. And it just was, it's very frustrating and very, and it's also like, not to make us out to be fucking perfect, but it's because we care a lot. And, no, it, and, yeah. and it's just like, you're being a fucking nerd and mm -hmm. asking for education and you should never be punished for that. And it was like, yeah. And then our conversation was so frustrating because he like, then was like, if you have a personal problem with me or any of the managers, like speak with us directly or talk to HR. And I was like, that's like, I was like mouthy and I did like let my emotions get away from me. And that's like, I don't like to do that. And I'm not often in a position where I'm guided by emotion, but, um, I was like to reflect on that and what I said and think that any of it was based on personal issues is like you, you have no ability to understand like what, people are talking like I was like that was like the least personal thing like, no I was course. upset it's personal to me right but it's not a personal problem that I ha it's not no. like I'm like you fucking this that and the other it's like I it, it, it it's completely it's only personal to me it's not a personal problem I'm not attacking anyone right. I'm not blaming anyone right and it's just like you are in this like you want to be upheld as like the leader and the patriarch of this fucking restaurant. And so you think you should be like above reproach and then any criticism that people have you take personally, but it's not personal. No, no, it's very complicated and, and fucked up and sad. And, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm emotional and I'm upset, but it's not because I'm, I have an issue with anyone. I mean, it's not like I love anyone. I know, you know, but no. it's like, why should I? You should never love your boss. You fucking bootlicker bitch. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm going, I'm going to go hang out with my boss. Go fucking go kill fuck yourself. yourself. Are you crazy? Yeah. I was just like, 
it's so and I was like you are now disrespecting me for turning this into like me literally being like hmm I'd like to be able to be given the tools to be good at my job and you being like so I guess you have an issue with me I'm like no that's also probably somehow sexist you know you know what it's sexist (laughs) I, that's what I should have said, god damn it. Oh my god, that gets them every time these oh, days. Yeah. Uh, I should have said, like, I'm sorry, are you hitting on me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That'll freeze them. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I used to do during those meetings. I think I just sat and really seethed. Yeah, that's what I went in and I was like, Kelly, don't say anything. And then I was talking to one of my coworkers and he very, very sweetly, he was like, just for yourself. He's like, you have to train yourself not to talk in those meetings. He was like, you know, it's not going to accomplish anything. He's like, next time you'll sit next to me and you can just squeeze my hand. (laughs) Every time you want to talk, just crush my hand. I used to, yeah, it's a lot of glances. That's what I just used to get by on. A lot of eye contact with my coworkers. Yeah, I should have like grabbed a fork and just <laughs> stuck it in my thigh. Like, and I became a cutter that day. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> next staff meeting, I don't say anything, but I'm like eye contact with the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly and I are both uh, blackballed in our industries, so <laughs> that's just something yeah. that happened to us. Uh, yeah, if you're on the Eastern Seaboard and you're hiring a bartender, not in New York, just let us know. We now have to move to fucking Maryland to find work because right. everyone's like, we've heard about those girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. The other day I said, Kelly, are we difficult to manage? Mm-hmm. And Kelly's like, well. <laughs> I think so. I think he so. Anyways, but you know what? You get what you pay for. So um, Yeah. You do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Ten bucks an hour? These broads. <laughs> These fucking broads. It's just so frustrating. He was like, the owner. I was also like, you took this so personally, and now you're personally attacking me in a way that is completely inappropriate. He was like, if you're not happy here, like, no one's keeping you here. And I was like, first of all, I know that New York is an at-will state, you little bitch. <laughs> um, I was like, pull the trigger. Fucking fire me then. Fire me. It's an at-will state. Like, neither of us is legally culpable to the other. There's no contract here. Like, I was like, fucking fire me. Like, I was getting so annoyed. He's like, no one's keeping you here. I was like... No, that is also a fucked up mind game. That's what everyone... I, no. That, no. No. That no. is that is such a bullshit thing to say to an employee. Yes, I know. I was like, fuck you. Also, like, this is specifically a place that they've, like kind of like vaunted if you're someone who like they're like we want you all to be like the person that your colleagues look on schedule fly and get excited to work with you and that used to be something that you would be given like more money for yeah and to be like like you know what i mean like which is what it should be anyway like if you're like better at your job and your colleagues like appreciate working with you and you make their jobs easier yeah. and you, like, ameliorate the whole, like, system. Totally. And then it's, like, oh, no one's, like, no, no one's keeping me, but, like, I care about my fucking coworkers. And, like, and so, like, you want to turn around and say, like, I don't know, like, the whole thing. I was, like, you're fucking insane and you're being so 
rude and you're being demeaning to me because you perceive that I did this to you, but I didn't even do this to you. Men are so sensitive. They are so sensitive. It's really crazy. I've just, it's, I, not to be like the patriarchy, but I, I just, when you really start to pay attention to it, you're like, y'all are a bunch of little fucking babies about everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyways, about half an hour in, we should probably start our subject. But... Should we even like, have, should we just <laughs> cut it? I mean, this is like fine to me, I think. <laughs> What are we going to do? 10 minutes on the bagels now? Do you think? I mean, yeah, we don't have to talk about our subject. If you don't want to, we can record it. Let's let's do. Well, we could, we could do a smaller episode and release it later. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do a two parter. We're going to do a two parter folks. We just decided in the moment you can, (laughs) this is a peek behind the scenes. Kelly and I are both sweating and talking about our jobs and we're going to take a little (laughs) break and we're going to release. So you can kind of imagine me working myself into a lather to the point, like imagine me now in a staff meeting, it's freezing cold. For some reason they didn't turn on the heat. The restaurant wasn't open yet and they didn't turn on the heat because it was like two in the afternoon. Do you guys get snacks? No, no snacks. Freezing cold. Like imagine me at this like kind of fever pitch absolutely freezing and and then i turn to you know a 55 year old man who owns the restaurant i work at and call him cute <laughs> you got a perfect picture right there how woolen was his sweater <laughs> <laughs> how artisanal woolen was his sweater how yeah, well fitted 300 was... pound irish sweater on <laughs> Okay, folks. Um, signing off. We'll uh, we'll get back to our actual subject on our next episode. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Please review, rate, and subscribe, but not this episode. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs>